Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 134 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today is part two of our Wealthy Woman series. And if you missed the live event, not a problem. You're going to have access to all the three episode replays here on the podcast. So this is episode number two out of the three-part series. But basically what I did is that I invited our listeners behind the scenes to the live taping of episodes 133, 34, and 135 coming out next week. And today, we are going deeper on the body aspect of the mind-body business connection, which is something that I love to talk about, and I'm quite excited to bring it to you on the podcast. So for today's episode that we focused on the body, we talked about how to adopt long-term thinking, because I do believe that once you start looking at your wellness, health and wellness goals as part of your legacy, the game completely changes. We also talked about how to reframe your midlife symptoms and really decode what your body is trying to tell you. We talked about mood swings, fatigue, weight gain in midlife, and lots of those different symptoms that I know women experience. So I'm going to give you a reframed, different perspective to look at it and start discovering what is really the job that some of those symptoms are providing you so that we can work on releasing them. We also covered what to do when you get to the end of the day exhausted and unmotivated. There's some real interesting things you can do and start addressing when you understand where are the leaks of energy in your, you know, daily bucket of energy. And I really want to empower you with this knowledge. And lastly, I go over my process for uncovering your unique, authentic blueprint so that it can maximize your impact and your income. This special episode comes with a complimentary workbook. So if you haven't yet downloaded it, you can go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash confidence and you're going to get access to the workbook, the replay portal with all three parts of the series. And I cannot wait for you to get started. Here's part two of the Wealthy Woman series. For everyone joining live for the special taping of the Wealthy Women series, welcome. And if you are joining me for part two in the podcast, that's wonderful as well. Anybody that missed part one, just go back to the previous episode. And that's when we talk about the mind. And then today we are starting to talk about the body. And really the goal of today is really to look and wait as the gateway to your legacy. So hopefully as we go through today's um, class, I'm going to show you how to make that connection more clear for you. So first of all, when we look at health 
and wellness as part of her legacy, it becomes easier to adopt what I like to call long-term thinking. Because if you're thinking away laws as this you know, goal you're trying to hit and there's all this external focus on the scale and what you can and can eat, I think it becomes a lot uh, a lot harder to actually think of it as part of your legacy. So what I want to propose is that you really start looking at your wellness journey as part of something much bigger, and that includes your weight release journey as well. And with that, we're going to adopt this long-term thinking. So for example, what does that look like in practice? So for example, prioritizing our health over weight loss at any cost. Exercising to build muscle rather than thinking of working out just to work out a bad diet. That is the shift between that short-term to this long-term thinking, legacy thinking that I wanted to start adopting. Then exploring emotions, the behind the excess weight. There's a lot of emotional weight that we carry versus just fighting or resenting your body because you wished it looked differently or had a different size or shape or whatever it is. And lastly, really finding empowerment in the aging process as opposed to really feeling afraid and alone. So those are some of the shifts that I'm proposing you make in terms of looking at this journey as part of your legacy rather than just this external goal, which usually we associate with weight loss. So yesterday we talked, or in the previous episode, if you're listening to this as a replay on the podcast, we talked about the three core qualities that I see in successful entrepreneurial women, uh, and one of them being a strong calling and this deep desire to help others and serve. The second we talked about was energy, having actual physical energy and stamina to show up and do the work. And we're talking about energy later in the series. And also number three, we mentioned constant personal development in our work, this desire to keep growing and enhancing who we are. And that is the one I want to focus on as we talk about legacy here. But what I would like to propose to you, and we're really starting to look at the body from this more elevated perspective, I would love to propose to you that our health, and with that our weight struggles, is really this incredible gateway for inner transformation. So if you are someone inclined <laughs> to, or ha- someone that has done a lot of, you know, personal development and inner growth work and activities in the past, all that work you've done, it all counts. This is one of those stackable skills that just keeps exponentially getting better and better. And now I'm proposing, let's add your weight struggles and your relationship with your body to this mix of personal development So instead of thinking of it as weight loss, it is actually part of personal growth because really as we embrace the teacher, which weight can be, for some people, the teacher is relationships. For some people, money. (laughs) You know, there's all those big teachers out there. And I would say our relationship with our bodies and weight, or excess weight in this case, is an incredible teacher that we can extract so much knowledge and value from. So I wanted to start getting you thinking this way. Also, your body is trying to communicate with you, okay? No matter what the symptoms, we're going to talk about some, and I'm going to help you reframe some symptoms today. But I wanted to start thinking of symptoms as something is wrong with me and looking at symptoms as part of wellness. Again, we're looking at shifting your perspective 
from this fight and something that's lacking in you to looking at it as an opportunity, right? And as you look at an opportunity, then you become able to see this, have this long-term thinking that I'm proposing to you that your wellness journey is part of. And then the other aspect of it is, yes, I'm telling you, your symptoms are part of wellness. It's your body talking to you. The more we listen, the better it becomes. But then it is a two-way street. So are you doing your part in this relationship? And when I wrote my book, Release, it's very much about this love relationship between us and our bodies and really becoming best friends. But if you imagine a best friend in real life, like uh, as a person, the relationship is mutual. It's two ways. Otherwise, it's not so much a best friend. It's more somebody you, you take care of. <laughs> so in this case, I'm proposing that we start closing the gap. So you're also meeting your body halfway. And part of this legacy thinking is how I propose you do that. So I see so many women feeling stuck because they look back at the evidence, right? Let's just say yo-yo dieting or you try all the diets, you invested in all sorts of different activities and accountability, personal training, I don't know, maybe some nutritional products, supplements, all the good stuff. And you look at that evidence and you try so much in the past and you look at your butt in the mirror and you don't see the results you want. So it's very easy to be discouraged, right? But like I said, we're going to start shifting. Like the whole concept of weight release, which is the methodology that I practice, is let's stop looking at the, the physical quotations evidence and the short term and let's look internally and really looking at what actually has taken place rather than those external markers of success. Because if you look backwards at the evidence quotations again and you don't see what you want, if that prevents you from moving forward and actually finding the missing pieces of the puzzle that may be just a couple pieces, you know, a lot of times I see mindset is this big piece of the puzzle that a lot of women are missing, then it's preventing you from really actualizing your goals. And when we talk about the body-mind business connection, for you to show up and do your work, the two things that we said yesterday, you need to, one, have the vitality to do so, but also feeling confident in yourself. So you're not wanting to put yourself out there but hiding yourself in the world, right? So it's a combination of those factors. So if you're looking back at the evidence and you're not seeing what you want, if it's preventing you from moving forward, then what we're discussing here today is really important <laughs> for you. Um, now, the other thing that I want you to think about is that um, when you have the challenges of midlife, so yes, you know, you try many things, but then yesterday we talked about some of the challenges. Why is it harder in midlife to release excess weight and or maintain a body that you feel confident and comfortable with? So we talked about hormones being, you know, a core piece of it. They're changing. With that, our resilience goes down, which means we can get away with less things, <laughs> with less quotations fun things. And there's also this caloric penalty we talked about, that the more we yo-yo diet, the more we gain and lose and gain and lose weight, the harder it becomes next time around. So there's an actual physiological reason for that as well, okay? But now I also want to try a couple new challenges. For example, our genetics, you know, different people have different genetic makeups, like the cards that we are dealt, and also your family history. So if you come from a family that has quite a bit of history of diabetes and, you know, weight struggles and so on, yeah, there is likely a higher tendency that that is something that you're going to have to be mindful of, right? But those things are things that if you look at the evidence, if it discourages you, I 
want to highly encourage you to not let it be so. It's good to be look at reality and say, yeah, that's what I've been dealing with, but there's so much that we can do. And one of the things that I also see as a big roadblock in this phase in life is feeling like you don't have support. And I don't mean necessarily just support. Maybe you have a loving family that is willing to support you, but they don't understand what you need. They don't understand what is changing. And a lot of times, and I feel that this knowledge and information was more available to women because, you know, younger women, one day they're going to need this information and their male partners, right? Because I'm, I know that so many of them would love to know better so they can better support their spouse. So part of our own journey is actually communicating our needs with our families and explaining what is changing, explaining what we need them differently and how things that used to work before may not work for us anymore. And that is true in your career as well. If you work, say, in the office, there's all these adjustments and that can be a very scary time. So I just wanted to reassure you that you are not alone and you don't have to do this transition in this new phase alone. But the more you learn and the more tools you are to a toolbox, the stronger you become about being able to really get to the next level. And what I also addressed yesterday, and I just want to quickly bring it back, is really when you think of health in general, and what I'm proposing to you is really that empowered, healthy aging approach, looking at the health of resources that you have really are going to be key to how resourceful <laughs> you can be in your life and your business. Because if you come to, you know, to serve your clients or, you know, whatever company you work for and your tank is empty and depleted, it's going to take so much pushing the engine to get you going and even to get, you know, creative thinking and innovative thinking. It's much harder, right? If you're feeling depleted, not nourished and not feeling your best. So it's really looking at, yes, you can be somebody that's incredibly intelligent and capable. I have no doubts of that. But if your foundation, like if your health foundation has a lot of cracks on it, it's going to cost you so much more energy-wise, time-wise, capacity-wise to perform at the levels that we type A personality women like to perform. So that's what I'm proposing, that by really rebuilding and fixing those foundational cracks of health, you can seriously like triple, quadruple, whatever, multiples your impact and income, okay? So that's really an encouragement for you. And the three main resources that I mentioned that I feel are so foundationally important for women in midlife are going to be your blood sugar regulation and your circadian rhythm regulation. So that's when we talk about energy levels and sleep. So both of these are coming up later in the series. But the third one, and I'm going to start going a bit deeper today, is the emotional mastery. And I wanted to show you how your body is actually giving you clues about those emotional pieces that you can do something about, which is really cool. So I'm going to give you more information on that in just a moment here. But as we get self-governance and a really good handle of our emotions, not just in terms of how we express them, but in terms of even how we understand them, it just calms the whole system down. And then on top of it, if you bring the right blood sugar management, which is more the food piece, and the circadian rhythm management, which is very much the lifestyle piece, then you have those three pieces of the bucket working together. Hormone starts to you know, find its groove. One of the things I say a lot to my clients is your hormones love routine. 
and so many, you know, go-getter business owners don't have a very solid routine, right? Like we're very much like go with the flow and do what the world asks of us. So that is just a little encouragement that if you want a little tree to be full of fruits and let's imagine that's your impact in the bank account, working on that soil, which is really your foundation is going to be paramount. So the first thing that I want you to consider is let's start taking back your power. Okay, so that's the first thing I want you to put as an intention. I want to take back my power. And I want to tell you how. <laughs> but I just want you to put that as like an intention. And one of the things that I encourage women to do is to really look at career, client, relationship, family, you know, even your friend groups. And depending on how those relationships play a role for you, really asking for support instead of asking for permission. Okay. And a lot of times you may think, oh, I'm not asking for permission, you know, but a lot of times we kind of are. Like if we are not saying no to someone because we're afraid of how they're going to react, so we compromise their boundaries. Or if there's an accommodation, we would like to have and work with our clients, but we don't ask because we're trying to be professional. All those things is us not really stepping into our power and saying, this is what I need. Can you support me? And some of those are very I would say, you know, nuances uh, and hard to really know. But if you feel that anybody will react poorly to something you say or want, that is what I'm talking about. It's really asking, this is what I need. These are my needs. This is why. And giving the other person, you know, the opportunity to support you. Because a lot of times it's just a question of asking. But how you ask, I think, is really important as well. And the other side of taking back your power. So when it's true, ask for the support you actually need. But the other side of that is really start to really reframe how you even look at your body and the symptoms. So I'm going to go through some symptoms we see in midlife. And I want to give you a different perspective. So you can go, oh, maybe consider this as potentially what is also going on, which is more connected with your emotions rather than just looking at the symptoms as inevitable parts of healthy or inevitable parts of the aging process. So the first one, low motivation. So if you find yourself lacking motivation, even in things that you used to love to do before, just like not having this, you know, I don't know, this pep in your step or this spark for life, if that is something you struggle with and definitely lack of motivation when it comes to taking care of your health, which I see very often, what if what's happening in terms of what motivates you what doesn't what if this is just your body giving you feedback then now it is time to go do the things that actually inspire you i see quite a bit of women in midlife like with a little bit of challenges in their career and looking for something different or something new and all those things and you know could this be your body telling you okay it's time to really put our needs and our fulfillments first Right? So lack of motivation, when I see that, I see this is a clear indication that our attention is being placed in a different place where our entire physiology is guiding you to. So this is wonderful. It is information. So let's find and let's reshift and realign so you can get the motivation back. Mood swings. What about mood swings? What if that is your body telling you that it is tired or you stuffing your emotions and not telling the world how you really feel? What if some of those, you know, bursts of emotion that are coming out is just like part of you emerging and trying just to be honest and authentic and say, you know what? This is not okay. You know what? I don't want to go. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I want to do this instead. What if that is part of what it is? And I know some women say that they feel less tolerant 
as you know they age but i think what that is that we're less tolerant to be outside of our intrinsic you know authentic blueprint and i actually think that's a great thing because the most authentic you become the easier our experiences are and the more we slow down the aging process so i think that a lot of the symptoms are just your body doing its job and telling you it's time to get back to authenticity here fatigue what about lack of energy? And we're going to talk about more from a physiological standpoint later in this series. But fatigue is one of the, I'll say, very clear indications that I like to look for. Because what if lack of energy is really your body telling you, I am so tired of living a life of duty. I want to live a life of joy now. It's my time. You know what? I take care of everyone and everything for so long. Now it's my time. What if that's what this is actually telling you? Because I have not seen in two decades or at least definitely in the last 11 years doing this type of specifically type of work i have not seen anybody come in to me and say oh i am so tired that i have to go vacation in the caribbean right you may be tired before you go but you're not tired to go everybody that i know of is that likes to travel is excited to go right you're you're during the vacation you have energy to go do excursions and new things and eat good food and be outside in the sun nobody's like i'm gonna stay in the hotel this whole trip because i'm so tired right but when we come back to our routine then we're exhausted but during doing something that is inspiring to you that your body and your mind perceive as fun then the energy resurfaces right where did it come from well it's really part of that whole ecosystem of you that is responding to joy good then you come back to the duties and routines that you just don't want to live that way anymore, low energy. And I love to use that in, as a clear indicator to show women that there's so much you can do that doesn't even take putting anything in your mouth, no food, no supplement. It's just like very much mindset shifting, reprioritizing your life and really looking what, does it, what brings you joy and what is a duty and getting rid of as much duty as possible and really uplifting the joy coefficient. Next, excess weight, right? I think that is a clear one. And I know belly fat is kind of the trouble area. It happens more commonly as we age as well. It's a big concern for most women. But what if the weight, the excess weight specifically, is your body's way to protect you? For some women, that's very much the role. The emotional role has been playing a long time. For others, what if the excess weight is actually what keeps you going? right? Because if you have a crazy lifestyle that you're always pushing long hours and go, 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 and you really have a really high demand on your system, that could be one of the ways that the body is actually, you know, um, keeping you going by storing excess energy, by shifting some of the hormones, the leachic, the excess uh, weight being deposited there. So I just like to point this out to women that nothing that your body is doing is accidental or wrong. There's a reason behind it. It may not be the outcome we want, but there is a really good legitimate reason behind it. So I like to ask, what if nothing was wrong with you at all in this entire process, what I call weight release, was simply you accepting yourself rather than changing yourself, right? What if really this place in your journey if you resonate with the things we're talking about is really your body telling you you know what yeah like i'm tired of trying to change things let's accept so that what naturally needs to go can be needs to go can be released 
while becoming more and more and more authentic with who we are on the inside, regardless of the opinions of others, regardless what the scale says, what magazines and whatever people think we should look like and do and behave like. What if how you want to live your life was actually exactly how you should live your life? Because you're the only, only one that can be yourself and you're the best at being yourself. The problem becomes when we try to conform with expectations and things outside of us, okay? So I just wanted to show you how your symptoms of your physical body and your energy levels and so on could actually just be, you know, your body talking to you. And if you understand and you decode what the message is, so much power comes out of it because now you are back in control. And the reason why I think it's, you know, the 95% of dieters fail statistic is a real statistic out there for the weight loss industry is that we're trying to force women to do things that they don't want to do, <laughs> to eat food that they don't want to eat, and in a way to fit into a mold that doesn't fit them. It's almost like, I like to say, if you take a star-shaped cookie cutter and you're like a heart-shaped cookie, it's going to miss a few pieces, right? So it just doesn't fit. And anytime then you put strict routines, it could be at work, it could be even in a job you created through your own business or, for example, tasks in a weight loss program, anytime that you put a strict routines that force you to do things you don't want, it forces you out of your authentic blueprint, okay? And that strips away your power. What I want you to do is the opposite. I want you to actually uncover your blueprint so you can do it on purpose and that really brings power and self-governance back to you while understanding your body and becoming its best friend. So I want to give you a visual of what this looks like because um, the, the wording I use a lot in my work for this is inner priority. So if you're a listener of my podcast, go this from within, you probably heard this term before, but if you haven't, not a problem, I'll tell you what it is. But basically, I wanted to think of those inner priorities as your authentic blueprint. You get out of bed, excited to do X. Those are your priorities. It doesn't mean that we get to do this every day. A lot of women that spend their lives very depleted don't. They're serving other people, doing other things. But the more that you get clear what those priorities are, and the more time you spend doing those things, the better your outcomes are. Okay? So the way I wanted to think of inner priorities is investing of your time instead of spending of your time. That's number one. And also when you invest your attention, because you know, as you're listening to this, either live or through the replay, you're giving me your attention. So as you invest your attention and that attention has the proper intention, <laughs> that is really when you make a huge impact in the world. Okay. So the way that I like to explain this is that imagine like a piggy bank and I'll make a money analogy, which I think most people have a good sense. It's more tangible than just the concept itself. So I like to call your pieces of energy and attention, intention as your energy box. Okay. So let's just say that you start a day with seven energy buck coins. And then as you go throughout the day, you start either spending them or investing them. So for somebody that lives most of their lives outside of their inner priorities, okay, so once you discover, and I have an exercise for you to uncover your inner blueprint, as you spend time outside of it, you start to really deplete a lot of those coins. So you start with seven coins, then you spend, and for those of you listening without the visual here of our live event, if you spend your time 
running around the clock, work, and taking care of everyone, this very crazy busy schedule that leaves you so depleted, there's no time for yourself, you may get to the very end of the day with maybe you spent five out of the seven coins and have two left. And I hear this from women so much that they come, they, they're fine for breakfast and lunch, they get that little dip of energy in the afternoon, it starts to get tricky, and then even if they manage to eat a somewhat healthy dinner, the cravings and all the you know, self-sabotaging happens late at night, either at dinner or shortly after dinner. And that's when the glass of wine comes, and then that's the gateway for the salty vinegar chips and the bar chocolate. And, and for some women, that is the only way they know how to relax. For others, that is this me time, this little rebel voice that's like, you know what? We had the craziest, most stressful day. We need this reward, right? If some of those things are happening, basically what this tells you is that you're spending this day depleting your energy bucks, spending them in a quick rate because you're doing all these things that are not inspiring to you, okay? On the other hand, uh, which is path number two, is the opposite. It's when you're clear in your priorities, you modify your lifestyle to match those in the priorities. So instead of depleting all your energy back coins as you go through the day, some of them you may still deplete because I think it's nearly impossible that every moment of every day is within prioritization. But for the most part, you can, if you can stay there, then you're actually investing. So your capacity, your ability to feel energized increases. So you may get to dinner with five coins rather than two coins. So now you have enough energy and capacity to look at the board and see what am I cooking for dinner, prepare a healthy meal, you know, get it balanced so you're no longer hungry and cravings. You can have a good evening, just maybe have a cup of tea, go to bed earlier, relax, and so on. Very different scenarios. And a lot of women don't even get to experience the second scenario because they're literally so depleted by the time that they get to this point. Okay, so I just wanted to show you physiologically, there is a real, your body expresses very in a very real way how we feel inside in our inner world. And for people that have tried to lose weight, just doing the external without addressing the internal world, that is why it's so difficult and for the most part unsustainable because we need to work on both at the same time because one and the other are so interconnected. So hopefully this gives you a good idea of that relationship. And because our topic of today, how I started this episode today, is really this concept of legacy thinking. When you prioritize your day and your life and you increase your capacity, and then you later we're going to be talking about in the series, working on your you know foundations of health. So you're actually being re full of resources so you can be resourceful. Imagine the amount of extra energy you have to make an impact in the world. And really legacy thinking is looking at as you're working on yourself, personally, physically, emotionally, you're actually modeling to all these women that are either next to you or younger generations, looking at you, you know, leading by example, showing there is a different way to approach life. Yes, what you want matters. Yes, your likes and dislikes are part of your perfect makeup. There is a point, there is a reason. So let's really embrace who you are and do it really on purpose so that your legacy spreads way beyond you just feeling amazing. But it's also spreading towards all these other women that are looking for solutions and fixing the wrong problem. Okay? So 
if you are ready to uncover your inner priorities, I have an exercise that you can do in the workbook. So if you have registered for um, this live series, it's inside the portal and it's just below the day two video replay, which I'm placing this on as soon as we finish here live. If you're listening through the podcast for the replay, I will put the link in the show notes, but all you have to go do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash confidence, and then you're going to register to get access to the portal. And then, of course, the workbook is going to be under day two. But basically, what you're going to do, I have this activity for you, and what you're going to do is really take a moment to contemplate where you either spend or invest your time. So the way that I did this is that I've broken it down into the seven areas of life. So it's going to be your physical health, your mental well-being, uh, your social life or community, uh, your spirituality, if you're somebody that has some sort of practices there, uh, as well as your career and your finances. So those are the seven areas. So what I wanted to think about, and one of my favorite ways to do this exercise is, first of all, take an inventory out of those seven areas. Where do you spend the most time? Um, For a lot of women, career takes a huge chunk of their time. Number two, where do you spend the most money? So follow the money. That is just like dynamite to getting your right answers in there. Because if you are somebody that really values traveling and entertainment, you're probably going to spend a lot of money in that bucket. You have somebody that values investing and growing wealth. You know, you're going to spend a lot more time and invest a lot more money in the finance bucket. But a lot of times what I think people confuse is that they want to be financially independent, but what they actually want to do is travel the world and spend a ton of money. (laughs) So it's important to be really clear out of those areas where you spend your time and your money, okay? Uh, also, where do you spend your energy and your attention? So for example, you may spend a lot of attention in your physical health, okay? Because you're, let's just say, are trying to lose weight or improve your energy levels, whatever you're trying to do. But it doesn't mean that you're doing things you love in the area. So once you determine, and you're gonna see it in the workbook, all you have to do is go through, there's instructions there, uh, and of course, you get the get the workbook and the link I mentioned, and then you're going to call her for each of the seven areas, how much time, money, intention, and energy spent on those things. But the second level of it is actually determining, yes, I spend this huge chunk of time in business and career, but is this depleting you or is this fulfilling you? Because that is, I think, a lot of times where the energy leakages are for women, that they're spending a lot of time on physical health and career, but they're not doing necessarily the activities that are aligned and that are fulfilling to them. So it's a two-part exercise. I want you to, first of all, do the inventory where your time, money, and attention are spent, and then do a second pass at it and say, and sometimes they say, you know, do plus and minuses if that helps, but what, what are those, out of all these activities, is it something that's depleting you or energizing you? Okay. And then the final thing I wanted to mention today, that's the second page of your work book. And I have a bonus podcast episode as well to complement what we're talking about today so you can get it all in the workbook. But as you saw, as we're talking about the symptoms and really reframing the symptoms and looking at things differently, I wanted to know that the excess body fat, if this is something you're struggling with, or the lack of energy, or whatever the symptom is that is most prominent to you, It is actually performing a job. 
and I put job in question marks, but I mean an actual, a, a metaphorical actual job, if that makes sense. It is doing something for you. It is benefiting you in some way. We just may not be able to see it just yet, okay? So if you go back when we talked about, you know, mood swings, fatigue, weight gain, I give you some indications of what you think about. But how is that, let's just say, excess body fat serving you, okay? How is it supporting you? If you go to page one of the workbook after you do your inventory, how is it actually supporting you to, you know, keep prioritizing the things that you normally prioritize? Because like I said, your body is perfect. There's nothing wrong with you. We just can't see the benefits that excess weight currently have. Because my goal for you is number one, see the benefits so that you're clear. Oh, this is why my body is doing so. I can trust it. We're best friends. Now, step two, let me do my part to meet its demands and help balance emotions, blood sugar, circadian rhythm. And the combination of the two is the beautiful combination of what we're working towards here so that whatever needs to be released can be released, okay? But understanding what the job is of the symptoms and the parts that you don't love and disown, I think is this beautiful place to get into neutrality, understanding what is, accepting what is, accepting of yourself so we can do something about it, okay? So that is it for today. I hope that this gave you lots to think about. And just one more time, if you don't have a copy of the workbook yet, but you have registered for this live event, just go into the portal under day two, and it's just going to be below the video. And if you are listening to this as a replay on the podcast, go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash confidence, register to get access to the photo so you can download the workbook. So I will see you all again either tomorrow if you're catching this live for our final part three, where we're going to put it all together and really look at business and the impact of the mind-body business connection. And if you're listening to this as a replay on the podcast, then I will see you at the next episode. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous, and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy, and until next time.